0: Rallying around a Minnesota state trooper charged with murder. A longtime military chaplain with the state patrol speaks out exclusively to Alpha News on the impact of Trooper Ryan Londegren's charges on a law enforcement community in peril. Next. Chaplain John Morris is my guest. Colonel John Morris served as a military chaplain for more than 30 years. He's now a volunteer chaplain with the Minnesota State Patrol. Thank you, sir, so much for your service. Thank you for joining
1: me. Liz, thank you. It's an honor to be with you, and thanks for uh, giving us an opportunity to talk about a great trooper and an agency that's in times of turmoil.
0: So so many agencies. You're, you're right about that, uh, chaplain. I know you are here uh, to talk about Trooper Ryan Londegren, but but tragically, just putting this conversation together. This is all happening uh, as two Burnsville police officers and a fire medic were killed in the line of duty just days ago. I know you've been out there uh, since that happened, hearing from so many who are are hurting. Give us a sense of what life is like for these brave men and women in Minnesota. And what I say is, I just think that the pure evil uh, facing them on on so many fronts right now.
1: Liz, first of all, Minnesota's In my experience with the state patrol, which is a subset of the great law enforcement professionals that serve at local county and state levels, we're well served. We've got great men and women who feel called to this tremendously difficult profession. But if I use three words to talk about the sense I get from professionals that I deal with, they're discouraged, they're disillusioned, and they're getting to be distrustful. It's tough times for them. They see the legal system failing to back them up on a number of occasions. They see the public, as the Minneapolis Star Tribune highlighted today, increasingly disrespectful. Assaults increasing, murder of police officers, as we tragically saw in Burnsville this weekend. On the increase, and uh, officers are asking, why am I doing this? Uh, if, if, my, if my best day could still land me in jail. Uh, why do it? It's it's a tough thing to hear from great young men and women.
0: And let's talk about this case. 27-year-old Ryan Londegren, trooper for just a couple of years when this happens this past July, a driver who, again, refuses to cooperate. Troopers try to remove him from the car. They're then dragged by the vehicle for a few feet before Trooper Londegren fires and and falls to the ground. You can see all of this clearly uh, on camera. Ricky Cobb dies, and Londegren is now charged with second-degree unintentional murder, second-degree manslaughter, first-degree assault. How surprising were, were these charges to you,
1: Chaplain? I can't say this uh, with enough vengeance and uh, emotion. I was shocked. I'm still shocked, and that's why I'm stepping out with you in as many forms as I can go to. I'm I'm trying to turn my rage into something productive on behalf of a great young man and a great profession. Uh, Ryan's right out of central casting. He's the most wholesome professional uh, any of us could ever hope to respond to the call to law enforcement. He's got a beautiful family. He uh, has an all American background. He encounters a felon that Ramsey County is ordered to be held. And this, uh, Encounter goes in a tragic direction because of the disobedience of a man who disrespected and refused to do what he was lawfully asked to do. Um, There's some eerie uh, similarities to the case in Burnsville. Domestic assault, felon, weapon he shouldn't have had. And in the case that Ryan was involved, an automobile turned into a dangerous weapon. And I'm using language right out of the Minnesota State uh, Supreme Court ruling of the 24th of January, 2024, when automobiles were ruled to be dangerous weapons. When you're dragging a police officer, you're putting somebody's life in danger. State patrol's got a lot of experience with automobiles and automobiles dragging people. Ryan should be given reasonable uh decision-making authority and not second-guessed in hindsight. He had to do something in a split second to save his partner and himself from bodily harm and to stop a man who could have gone on to do what? What we saw in Burnsville? Do we need more officers murdered in the line of duty? And it is a murder. I'm sorry that people reported as officers killed. They were murdered. How many murders do we want of these great professionals before we say it's time for felons to be apprehended and serve the sentences that they're given?
0: Chaplain, I think in a way this picture almost speaks for itself, but it is of Trooper Ryan Londegren with his wife attending a a vigil uh, for those murdered officers, Uh, really speaking to the multiple fronts that law enforcement uh, faces in in minnesota but for him to to show up and want to support his brothers and sisters in blue through all of this i think really does speak volumes about about his his character and and he does seem to have a very aggressive attorney quick to blast uh hennepin county attorney mary moriarty for the charges expressing his shock uh when he was being charged Here here's a quote uh from chris Madell: this county attorney has provided sweetheart deals to murderers and kidnappers and now she charges a hero uh, this county attorney is literally out of control. Open season on law enforcement must end, and it's going to end uh, with this case. It does seem, though, that more people are standing up. Many law enforcement officers were there for Ryan's first court appearance and a show of support. But as you you said, and I think we share that belief that more needs to be done, um, it's a question, you know, it seems we get all the time. What can and, and what should people be doing?
1: Liz, yes, it's not enough for law enforcement to show up at funerals. It's citizens that elect officials who make our laws. So citizens need to decide if they've had enough of lawlessness, period. If you've had enough of lawlessness, then go down and enroll in a citizen academy at your local law enforcement agency. Find out what these people have to go through every day and the restrictions they have to deal with to try to protect you. And then inform your officials what you want to see in the laws that are made to protect you elect people that are law and order uh, representatives. What we've seen in this case with Ryan, tragically, is left or right, people have lacked the courage to stand up and say the obvious. This is a travesty. This case should be dismissed. It shouldn't even have been brought to a trial. And, yes, the county attorney seems to be off on some kind of fishing expedition based on an ideology. The BCA did an investigation just the way it was supposed to be done, To my knowledge, nothing punishable was surfaced in the investigation. Okay, we've completed the administrative process. Let the man go back to work and protect the citizens. But we've gone off in another direction. So we need new officials. We need a new county attorney in Hennepin County. And we need 12 brave citizens who will resist mob behavior and think objectively about this case and exonerate this man and 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 all of law enforcement and give back the ability to do their jobs, take the shackles off of these officials that are out on the road to protect us, and let's take felons off the streets so we don't have another Burnsville murder spree, and we don't have another Ryan Londergren's life and his wife and child's life ruined by the aspersions cast by this trial. You also have the
0: governor of Minnesota within days meeting with Ricky Cobb and his, his family, you know, has he reached out to, to Trooper Lundgren at all for the, for the same courtesy?
1: Yeah, so many um, poor leaders at every level. Let's go back to the Minneapolis riots. Why weren't the state patrol honored, lauded, and awarded for saving Minneapolis from itself? There's no statue downtown to honor the state patrol. The colonel of the state patrol should have been given a Medal of Valor for the way he led that agency through that time. The governor didn't do that. Now one of his own troopers uh, does his job the way he was trained to do it. And the felon's family is met with, but the troopers put on leave. It's shocking to me as a man who served in uniform. And to have silence out of the governor's office on behalf of the state patrol, it's devastating to the men and the women that serve in that maroon uniform. And yet they do it every day. I'm proud to be associated with such people of valor, but I'm sickened to see the political environment. And that's left, right, and down the middle. I don't see anybody of courage standing up that's a politician to say, let's restore common sense. I don't know why, but I know, I know citizens need to stand up and hold them accountable. Leaders need to find some moral courage, and they need to defend this innocent man. And
0: explain that, Chaplain Morris. If if he is found guilty, if he's sent to prison how dangerous would that con- conviction be? You know, it, it's happened. Obviously, we know the officers involved with the George Floyd incident. We have Brian Cummings, Kim Potter. It seems like the list gets longer as as the months months go on. But, but give us your take on, on a conviction in this case.
1: Well, let's go back to the trauma to his family. So the, the uh, main provider for the family is taken away for an indefinite period of time. That's traumatizing. That child grows up without a dad during its formative years. That wife has to struggle on her own. Uh, terrible. Okay. Then Ryan has to live every moment of every day in fear of his life for doing his job. Uh, how, how can, how have we come to this in America? And are we safer if we send Ryan to jail? Does anybody in Minnesota feel safer today? I don't think so. So we're heading in the wrong direction and we're going fast and we can't ruin this man's life any further by sending him uh, to jail. That is not the answer here. You're a man
0: of faith. I know you've been a rock for many people through this. What do you tell Ryan and others in the law enforcement community who are faced with this darkness
1: and uncertainty? Well, Ryan's a man of deep uh, Catholic Christian faith, so I keep sending him back to his faith, to prayer, to study the scriptures, to the sacraments, and to daily worship. And he's faithful in doing that. But I'll tell you, he has some tough days. And uh, he has days where he feels like the world's closing in on him. And he comes by that honestly. I challenge all people of faith. It's a time to get on your knees and pray because lawlessness is rampant in our society. And that has a spiritual uh, core to it. And spiritual answers are where we need to look. And then we need to talk to our officials and demand that we are protected. And then protect those who protect us by supporting what they do and giving them the training, the guidance, the clear guidance, and then the backing as they do their jobs.
0: Anything else you'd like to add, Chaplain?
1: Well, Liz, first, congratulations to you, and I want to honor you for being courageous. You've paid a huge price as a spouse of a law enforcement professional. You've lived this nightmare. so. For you to take uh, the high ground and be a truth teller is uh, hopeful for all of us who are seeking some light in these dark times. Keep keep uh, carrying that guide on, Liz. And then for the rest of us, contribute to Ryan Londegren's support fund. That's a positive way to do things. If somebody out there has the ability to build this guy a house in a safe neighborhood, he and his family could use it. Liz, you said he went to the memorial. That's at great risk to himself. He can't carry a weapon. There's open threats on his life. Uh, that says a lot for Ryan, the kind of man that he is, but the risks he's willing to take to support his brothers, we need to do the same for him. And then, hey, if you get pulled over by the law enforcement, do what you're told. Uh, settle your disagreement in court. You'll have your day, but... Don't disrespect our men and women in blue and maroon and whatever color uniform and badge they're carrying. They got a tough enough job without you showing disrespect. Do what you're told. Cooperate and graduate. And let's be a law-abiding citizen. I lived in Iraq at three different times. I've seen lawlessness. We don't want it here. We want to be a law-abiding country with justice and liberty for all.
0: Well said. It seems so, so simple, doesn't it? Uh, as you mentioned, Trooper Ryan married, baby at home, and and we will uh, set up that family fund chaplain uh, on this story. It's through the Minnesota State Patrol, MPPOA, and Law Enforcement Labor Services, so we'll be, be sure to link
1: that. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, listeners, and I hope you'll take action.
0: Thank you for your service, and that will do it for this episode of Liz Collin Reports. We'll see you next time.